Former President Donald Trump indicted on 17 counts. He's arraigned today in a federal courthouse in Miami. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His book is The Big Truth, and the Takeout Podcast is heard on WTMJ every single weekend. Major, thank you so much on a very busy news day for making some time for us. Uh, Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, everyone. I am talking to you from just outside the clubhouse at Bedminster Trump National Golf Course, where later this evening, the former president, fresh off 37-count indictment, read to him, which he pled not guilty to in Miami, will give a speech to the nation with his reaction, which I guarantee you will be highly political. All right, Major, so we know this is unprecedented, the charging of a former president with these federal crimes, but give us some perspective and some depth. How big a deal is this day in American history? I don't think in the context of the law is or the law's orientation, our American law's orientation to the presidency, you get much bigger than this. And here's the fundamental question, John. Is it a sign of a decaying republic and decaying democracy that people who are running for political office can be charged with serious crimes? Or is it a sign of a maturing republic and a maturing democracy that even the most powerful can be held to the law's account and asked to face consequences for their behavior? We have a debate about that in our country right now. And on the Republican side, largely, though not exclusively, the question is no. It's not a sign of a maturing and improving republic or democracy. It's a sign of a one in decay, rotted by corruption, because the only reason these charges are being brought though Republicans argue, it's because it's political. On the Democratic side, they say, no, 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 no. There's a special counsel for the President of the United States who's sitting in the Oval Office every single day investigating his handling of classified documents. The President's very son is subject of an investigation ongoing, could be indicted. And the former President is now being held to account. That's a sign that people who are very powerful, who are very close to power, also can face consequences if they have transgressed, if they have broken the law. That's what's at issue right here. What does this mean? Is this the sign that America is dying before our eyes? That's what former President Trump says. It's exactly what he says. Or is it a sign that, hey, guess what? Even if you've been really powerful, even if you're right next to super big power in this country, you too can be called before the bar of justice. You're not immune. The how, how, the how and the wherefore with which this country decides what this time means will say a lot about our future. Major Garrett with us on WTMJ. So, Major, on this day, I don't find myself angry. I don't find myself excited. More than anything, I find myself sad. I'm, I'm just sad that this is where we are. What do you say to people who are trying to weigh and sort out and discuss with their children feelings and emotions on a day like this in American history? So I, I, as a father of three children who are grown and flourishing and out of the nest and living lives that they define themselves, I know a little bit about raising children. And it all goes back to behavior. It all goes back to what a person knew and what they did with what they knew. And in this case, in the federal indictment, it is very clear that the former president knew he was in possession of things that he probably, at least initially, probably shouldn't have been in possession of. And then after a period of time, knew definitively by the advice of his attorney, he should not be in possession of. And he kept it anyway. That's a behavioral question that does not comport with the law in our country. It simply doesn't. 
Does that mean you'll be convicted? There's no guarantee of that, but it means, according to the federal indictment, it does not comport with the facts of our law and its historical prosecution. And that's a choice the former president made. And several Senate Republicans have said we would not be here but for the behavior of the former president. So it's that behavior that I think we must all, as a nation, evaluate. And you can't evaluate it in a vacuum. What was the former president's behavior after the election in 2020? Was it consistent with someone who wanted to uphold the best traditions of American governance and a peaceful transfer of power? There's no other answer to that question, but no, there just isn't. He did not adhere to the longstanding traditions of this country of handing power over peacefully and adhering to the rule of law when it came to who won an election and who lost it. So you have to ask yourself, is this behavior now subject to a federal indictment consistent or inconsistent with behavior of that kind? That's what the nation has to decide. Major Garrett is with us on WTMJ. We're looking at live pictures of former President Trump's airplane is now taxiing at the Miami airport, getting ready to take off. Uh, It will be headed to where you are in Bedminster, Mm -hmm. New Jersey. Will this be a large crowd? Will it be like a campaign rally? Is there a podium set up in a small room there? What do you expect tonight? We are outdoors uh, in the uh, courtyard just outside of the clubhouse. So I've been in the sun here in uh, Bedminster, New Jersey. No, no tents. I've got a lot of sunscreen, I'm happy to say, <laughs> since noon. And we will be out in the elements all day and all night. Uh, there's, a, there's a podium that looks like a presidential podium, though it's not, but it looks very much like it. A small array of white folding chairs, an audience of maybe 90 to 100. It'll be invited guests, some donors, and some club members. It won't be like the Mar-a-Lago party after his first indictment in Manhattan. This will be a smaller event, but it will be of that sort of kind of expression. I have people with me. I am reinforced by their loyalty and their adoration of me, and I'm not going to flinch. I'm unbowed. I'm here as a political candidate, and I'm going to fight on, fight on, fight on. That will be the rhetorical flourishes tonight. And look, I give, and I have always given... Candidate Trump, nominee Trump, President Trump, and former President Trump, maximum credit for this. He understands and believes in his core the power of visual communication. He is the best stage manager, even better than Ronald Reagan, even better than Ronald Reagan. And he knows the value of placing himself in the flow of news in a way that maximally benefits him. That's why he did this supposedly spontaneous stop. It wasn't spontaneous at all. It was a planned stop in Miami in Little Havana before getting on the plane because he wanted to touch and hear people give him praise because he knew he would find lots of praise there that would fuel him before he got on the plane to come here where he'll see another adoring crowd. Touching that adoring crowd and basking in it is his way of communicating even on this harsh moment, even though when some politicians might feel shame, I'm resolute and the people... I show you pictures of it are with me. And in that level of stage management, uh, the former president uh, really doesn't have an equal. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent in Bedminster, New Jersey, where the president will be in a couple of hours. Major, thanks for being with us on a very busy day. Thank you, John.